when I was first diagnosed, we um, joked with each other, do you think we could just get on a plane and, and run away from this? That is Bruce Kramer. And this is Living While Dying, an ALS story from Minnesota Public Radio News. I'm Kathy Warzer. Bruce Kramer was a resident of the Minneapolis suburb of Hopkins, Minnesota, and was diagnosed with the always fatal disease, ALS, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, in December of 2010. ALS is a cruel disease that methodically siphons away a body's function. Almost all physical movement and abilities like talking, swallowing, breathing slowly cease. People with ALS can live anywhere from three months to five years with the disease. Kramer died of complications of ALS in March of 2015. Throughout the course of the disease, Bruce would have what he'd call ALS dreams. One especially vivid dream happened after he and his wife, Ev, flew to South Korea to visit his son and soon-to-be daughter-in-law. Bruce dreamt that the grueling plane ride had cured him. So I woke up, and for just... A couple of minutes, I thought it was real. Now, on one level, this is really cruel. On another level, it was just this great sense of respite from this presence that's always with me. And I have dreams like that. I have dreams where I'm walking, and um, I have dreams where I'm running, and I have dreams where I'm biking. And I keep thinking to myself, you know, I shouldn't be doing this. Bruce Kramer would continue to have such dreams the rest of his life, dreams of being cured of his awful disease. The dream all people with ALS have is that a cure will be found, or at least a decent treatment for the disease. Despite the exhaustive efforts of medical researchers, that has not happened. ALS has laid waste to each new drug, including dexapramipexol. It was made by a Massachusetts firm. In early trials, the drug seemed to slow the progression of ALS, which excited researchers and patients and caught the attention of news media. Now a local biotech firm has launched a potentially very promising new drug, a drug trial for treatment for Lou Gehrig's disease. Lisa Vanderpool from the Boston Business Journal is joining us live That's from WBZ-TV in Boston, where in April of 2011, company officials announced they were taking the drug, dexpramopexol, into final trials to determine if it would be only the second drug ever approved to combat the terminal disease. One of the patients in the study was Bruce Kramer of Minneapolis. We talked to Bruce in June of 2011, shortly after he started taking the experimental drug. I can still see the progression. I feel better. My head feels better. I feel clearer. Uh, so I, I find myself thinking, is the drug working? Is there, am I on the drug? Or is it placebo effect? Well, viva la placebo. Bruce was in the dexapramipexol trial for 18 months. In many drug studies, participants don't know if they're getting the experimental drug or placebo. But in the time Kramer was enrolled in the trial, he felt it was likely he was on dexapramipexol. He noticed his skin became oily and his hair grew thicker. It would help me clear through the fatigue of ALS. And I found that almost to be an immediate effect. And it stayed um, pretty much all the way through until the study abruptly ended in January of 2013. At the time, Minnesota Public Radio listeners heard Bruce's reaction. I probably knew about the, um, the announcement within 45 minutes of its um, happening. All of a sudden, it popped up 
in uh, one of these places that I monitor, and, um, you know, dexpermipexil um, is a washout. And, um, Caught you off guard? Quite off guard. I, I, we were expecting to hear the results um, in February. Instead, Biogen IDEC, the Massachusetts-based developer of the drug, terminated the study, with clinics and patients learning about it January 3rd. Dr. Douglas Kerr is Biogen's lead medical director for the study and is an ALS neurologist. Well, the phase three trial uh, was um, a very comprehensive, very large study, um, which was designed to definitively answer the question as to whether this drug worked in ALS. And in fact, this study definitively showed that the drug did not work. And this is tremendously disappointing for the ALS community. We wanted to look at how patients were functioning and whether we could preserve function, meaning um, turning over in bed, caring for themselves, walking, using their hands, swallowing. We also wanted to know if it uh, prolonged survival and whether it enhanced their ability to breathe independently. So we looked at all of those measures, and unfortunately, the drug showed no efficacy in any of those measures. I'm really disappointed. Bruce Kramer. It didn't survive the scientific tests. And yet, um, I believe that there are, and I'm sure there are others, that believe that there have been some effects that did not get measured. I'm having um, breathing issues now that I didn't have five days ago. Is that a coincidence, or is that just the just happens to be the progression of ALS, or is it because I went off of the dexpermipexil? The lead medical director of the study, Dr. Douglas Kerr, says it's definitive. The drug has no benefits in ALS patients. Well, I'll tell you, we uh, when we found the results that the drug did not work for the overall study population, we then went and very carefully looked at small groups of patients to detect if there was any benefit in any of those small groups. Because if it had, even that would have been a small victory. And we did not find any efficacy in any of those small groups. Can there be positive physical benefits for an experimental drug that are discounted because of current testing models? Is there another way to approach how researchers measure the effects of a new drug? Yeah, I think that's a very good question. And I think um, I, I think it is possible that we don't have the perfect ways to evaluate disease progression in ALS. And I think it's one of the major contributions of this study, even though the drug did not work, we as a community are really understanding ALS better, and there is heterogeneity in ALS. In other words, not every patient is the same, and we need to really be much smarter about how we evaluate patients and their disease progression. Some analysts estimated that Biogen spent, what, $75 million to $100 million to conduct this late-stage trial. Is that fairly accurate, by the way? I don't know the, the amount of money that we spent on this. But given uh, it's a lot of money, and given what you were seeing, was it easier, in a sense, to cut your losses than continue? No, it's not, it's not a cut our losses and continue. The, the reason to terminate this study was because we felt ethically deeply obligated to provide this information to patients, that this was such an unequivocal finding. 
And we didn't want to be ambiguous about this in any way. It hasn't slowed my progression. And um, I'm, as you can tell, I'm still in a wheelchair. I haven't thrown down my crutches or anything. And um, it's disappointing because we still only have one drug. I think the community was really hopeful about dexpramipexil and um, that we thought it might be the second one. And if you get a second one, there's an opportunity to tweak it and to continue to work it, and then maybe there's a third one, and they start combining. And you, But that, of course, is out the window now. You know, you sound frustrated, um, and it has to be difficult when you've gone through 18 months, you're on a drug trial, and then it's, it's over. I am frustrated. I'm, but I'm not, I'm not frustrated that they think it's a failure. That's not it. Um, I'm frustrated that we have not, with these, these remarkable creative brains that we have as humans, have not figured out a, another way of approaching this that might uh, give us more confidence uh, in the effects of something. I, I am positive that there are drugs that are probably sitting out there that would have, in some way, shape, or form, would mediate some of the effects of ALS. We don't know them. We haven't made the connection between them. I did not go into the trial that I'm in, or I was in, with the idea that there would be a cure. You, you can't do that. Um, even if there is, it's too late for me. It's, it's going to be something that it would take years to get it through FDA approval. Because Bruce Kramer was such an ardent teacher, he felt there was great value in continuing with other drug trials, even if the drug itself wouldn't necessarily help him. Bruce was to enter another drug trial. More on that and a birthday that took on special meaning in the next chapter of Living While Dying, an ALS story.